Palete All right, we're going to try this shit again. This is Donnie Ray, and we back in this bitch. For Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter, episode nine. And once again, we got a, not even a special guest anymore, just a regular guest. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got a guest today. Go ahead, introduce yourself again, my brother. We back in action. Topher Stetzel, Chris Stetzel. What it do? Right. Follow us on fucking Twitter. Hold on. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Black on Black, Topher Stetzel. You know what the fuck it is. So, I was supposed to have a fucking unpopular black thought. Didn't come prepared. Didn't have one of those. I didn't want to force it. Feel like I was supposed to do something else. We didn't have no current events. So, we're just going to jump right into the fucking music, man. Uh, so, originally, we were supposed to fucking do Beast Mode and his J.I.D. album. But... We didn't really uh, <laughs> do too much uh, work on the beast mode, so we'll probably do it next week, maybe, I don't know. But we wanted to do something we were more familiar with, because we actually took notes and shit on the J.I.D., so we didn't want it to be like a good breakdown of one, and then just like a shitty breakdown of one. So we want to make sure we had a good breakdown of both, so we chose something we both familiar with, which would be J. Cole's Truly Yours 2. But first, we're going to start with the fucking uh, J.I.D., one thing I will say about uh, Beast Mode, uh, Beast Mode Two, uh, I'm not a huge Future guy. The only thing I really ever rocked with, like, much more than just a couple of times, was the uh, the Hendrix album, where he's more on a vibe kind of like that's that album's really nice to me. Um, but the one thing I will say when I was listening to this tape is that like he just has a really special delivery. I mean, and then Zaytoven's beats were really great um right they make they make yeah, bangers yeah, yeah, for sure um but i don't know he, he he's never saying much he, he has a couple of clever things here and there um but other than that i was kind of of course very excited to hear don suggest let's just do one of the truly yours right yeah you fuck with J. Cole. So like I said, we're going, uh, fucking going to see J. Cole a week from today actually we won't be able to record next saturday might have to do it Sunday night. We can do that because we got to keep the street going. I was actually thinking that earlier. I just want to see. I um, mean, say we got to see how long we can keep the street going. So this yeah, is. Yeah, I'll be seeing the man in Chicago. So yeah, we might have like a maybe a special J Cole episode next week or some shit. Because I haven't really listened to KLD, so that would be. Ooh, let's do it. Okay, uh, no matter what, KLD's next episode. So yeah, so I haven't really listened to that, so we can do that. But uh, yeah, so let's jump right into this fucking J.I.D. Uh, name of the album. What was it called? The Fuck. Never Story. Right. So this is what Chris chose because he fucks with uh, J. Cole and this one, uh, J. Cole's artist. And I think I think he's got a lot of potential. I really dig this album. Um, he's just got a really different different style than... Much I've really heard. You can hear some Kendrick, definite Kendrick influence. Definite Kendrick. Um, definite. but yet, but yet, there's still just some some difference in the delivery and uh, the perspective for sure. Um, because Kendrick was more outside looking in. Uh, JID's <laughs> perspective is kind of like just 
a little bit of foot in the door into the the street shit, but still very aware of it. A little bit involved. Um, um, but I just I think he's got a lot of potential as he keeps growing and has uh, the mentorship of somebody like like J. Cole, J. Cole of course. Yeah. Um, he's I think he's got potential to be something really special. Yeah, he's definitely being mentored by him for sure. Yeah, I've read articles or uh, well, a article where he's talking about uh. He was uh, recording with J. Cole and J. Cole had him do like some writing exercises. He would like write just for like 10 minutes about anything, didn't have to fucking rhyme. And then he would like uh, take somebody else's beat. No, and then he would pick like a word and then write for like 10 minutes. So it just rhymes with everything rhyme on that word. And then he would fucking take somebody's beat and then rhyme and they flow, write a verse and they flow. And then he would write a song. That was like one of the shits he said J. Cole made him do. So yeah, he's definitely being mentored by fucking J. Cole. That's just a random story. Yeah, and I I think I think he'll re- I think he'll grow into something because I think I think he's special on this first album. Like I think it's a a very diff just a different approach um, than than what you're hearing come out. And, it, and I mean, I was late on it. This came out in 2017. I really just got put on. I just kind of I remember seeing J. Cole tweet about him one day. So I was just like, man, I'll just give it a listen, see what it's about, and. I I really messed with it. See, fucked with it. So, all right, we'll go ahead and uh, <clears throat> just start this motherfucker. Check out the music a little louder this week. See if it's too loud. We'll see. Play everything by ear. But uh, this album doesn't have, or this album, this song doesn't have too much in it. It's just kind of a prelude. Yeah. It's got a cool little vibe to it, though. I like the vocals on it. Right, it's I don't a little, know it little intro. So yeah, I felt like it was like uh, kind of introducing the theme for the album. Like, uh, cause I felt like a lot on this album, he's just rapping about like uh, the dream and fucking, you know, what I'm saying, dream and making it big and shit. I feel like it's kind of intro to like that theme, saying like everybody's a star, talking about. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I'll see in my notes. But I'm pretty sure he has a song where he's talking about like everybody. Everybody can be something big. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure for sure. I remember writing that down. He's got a song talking about like everybody can be big and shit. So I feel like that's like a theme that was constant throughout this whole album. He's a real conscious, real conscious rapper for sure. Definitely, like you said, you can tell the uh, Kendrick influence for sure. Which is obviously why I'm drawn to him. You know, I love that in my music. I love somebody to be rapping about some shit that means something like not it doesn't all have to be that but like right yeah because obviously you know even in my just general day-to-day listen like that's what i'm looking for like i'm looking to see what they're talking about like i don't right. frequently listen to like a future type person who has a cool delivery and i think is a, a a big part of rap but like i don't find myself just having those the the time where i just want to just vibe out and not worry about what somebody is actually saying on a song and whether it makes sense or <laughs> means something because like that's where you get into with a lot of those future and other people out of Atlanta and that is something is J.I.D. is from Atlanta and he definitely he sa- he sounds West Coast more to me um, than anything yeah. else but um, like Kendrick influence yeah but then also <laughs> like he's got that sort of East Coast feel now too because he's working with people like J. Cole who's got an East Coast sound and and whatnot. He's just got kind of a mix, but he definitely does not sound very um, Atlanta, really. Um, especially not when you think of really what's coming out of Atlanta now with Gucci, Migos, Future type right. types. 
Yeah, because he definitely his uh <clears throat> songs is definitely got that more uh, boom bat sound rather than the fucking eight oh eight sound, which is like what J Cole has too. We got that boom bat sound. Which of course, fire he, to me. right? Of course, he got some songs where his fucking eight oh eight booming and shit. Yeah, but for the most part, he's got that like old school vibe. But yeah, so if that first song is called Doo Wop. Like we said, it was just like an intro. Wasn't really saying nothing. It's just like a guy singing. It's more like a prelude because then general's kind of like I feel like the intro, right? To where what the story is of the album, the never story, if you will. Right. Um, tells a story of how he plays football in college and stuff. Ends up getting kicked out, and uh, because of some some case that he caught because of some people snitching, more or less. It sounds like. Um, Oh yeah, and this song is produced by what Latrell James and Oz the Additive. Never heard of neither of them, but the song, this beat hard. I fuck with this beat. And I just I fuck with it. I fuck with his flow so hard, man. Right, he sound like he, <laughs> nigga sounds fucking like a early Kendrick for real. Like for sure. Which I mean, that's not a bad thing to sound like if you ask me. Right, for sure. Hold on. Oh, yeah, so I thought it was hard. He started off the fucking song. He said, uh, anybody see the kid got it. I see niggas uh, ignore it, so I feel a way about it. And I just felt like he was saying, like, uh, so he feels like he should be bigger. And he knows niggas see it, but niggas choose to ignore it. And I feel like a lot of people, artists and shit that are coming up, they feel that way. It's like, they feel like shit. Everybody's like, you should feel like you the shit type shit. So you're going to feel like, shit, I should be bigger than I am. I should be on. But niggas not seeing it. So I feel like that was something I could relate to as an artist myself. And this hook caught, this hook hard. It's, it remind, like, it's, like this whole album just remind me of some Kendrick shit. Um, yeah, but he said another cool, cool little bit here. He said, Slave Man, Southeast Coast, J.I.D. or Decaf Leo. Set it off. My big sis reminded me of... Leo and right. my brothers is killers you might see on Nat Geo and then he ends up saying Cat Peeled Pat Tealman they climbed up the hill yeah they Jack Jilled him it's just a cool right, I had cool that. to stay on that flow and rhyme scheme right I had that boy written down too and I feel like he was saying his life is crazy like a Tarantino film and like more than anything because he, I mean to emulate this Kendrick style is not easy so like by us saying like oh he sounds kind of like early Kendrick like that's not a shot like oh, these, this is on, intricate just... these are intricate rhyme schemes and he is throwing subtle little quick consciousnesses at you too and truths and whatnot but he also is just showing you like let me flex on this beat and show you what I'm capable of because he does have a intricate flow and there's a lot of rhymes in there that you might not even catch and then the fact that he does say some real shit too um, right. he rides the beat nice like this yeah. beat is hard like I said I think once with some more coaching and whatnot like if, if once he starts putting his conscious thoughts together in a more cohesive way um, with this interesting style um, and like it seems like I think the production through this whole project is really good yeah um, so I mean when you linked up with somebody like Cole you're gonna have access to cool people and Jad had had he had his own little group of people that he fucked with before Cole put him on too so um, he's just got, he's got some great production behind him 
for sure. Like I said, this beat was definitely hard. And the next, the next beat is so hard. To That's make. what I was just, crazy. I said it. Actually, the next beat, because I didn't even really make a note about this beat, but I remember the next fucking beat. I made a note that it this was song like, is a banger. Actually, harder than a bitch. And the so way this, it comes in acapella, and then when the beat hits, it's just so hard every time. All right. So the name of this song is uh, "Never," and it's produced by uh, Christo Welch and Childish Major. Like, yeah, this song harder than a bitch. Damn, I just blank. But yeah, this motherfucker song hard as shit. Yeah, and he just rides the fuck out the beat too. It has a crazy beat change towards the end. That's right. Wild. I feel like the whole theme of this song, like he's saying, he ain't never had shit. But he never asked for no handouts because he's new. Shit, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get the shit on my own. I don't need no, need no handouts. I feel like it's that. That's like a constant theme of like uh, rappers coming up. And I mean, that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, this is an observation. And like in the the music video, this is really powerful. It like his I interaction with him between like the police in Atlanta and whatnot. It's just a really interesting music video for sure. Um, yeah, but he, man, he's spitting right here. I don't know if he said it yet. He got his bar on here. I don't think he said it yet. Uh, I think it's coming up. No, not yet. Yeah, I think it's coming up. Cause it's at the end of the, it's at the end of the song. I mean, at the end of the song, in the verse. Is it the King King? Yeah. It's so hard, bro. <laughs> that one harder than a bitch. Oh, no. I got. You got the plug in Medellin. Right. You a pin King. And right, he, and then he and said, "You don't peep what that is, kingpin drug." Right, it was cold. He said, "So if, <clears throat> y'all might not be able to hear it, but he said, uh, y'all niggas fall for anything. You got the plug in Medellin, kingpin. You a pin king." And I felt like that, like if you just hear it, that shit was hard. And but like he was saying, king, he just said all these rappers talking about, "Ah, oh, trap so hard. Right, right. You, you full of shit. Here right. comes the beat change." He's saying exactly, saying niggas believe anything. The These first niggas. bar in this in this verse with the beat change is so funny too. Hey, yeah, this motherfucker. Hold on, yeah, yeah. I had it written down too. He said, "What you call chick that don't suck dick? If you don't, don't. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like girl, if you don't suck dick, you are single for life. That's what I call you. Like this song was fucking hard. The beat changed everything. This beat taking a beat in I hand out the lumps. Damn baby, yo ass standing out in pumps. It's been he wrote his beat like this. This was one of the hardest songs on this motherfucker. Like I remember, I came from the dirt like a sandstorm. I was playing this bitch like so. I played it first, and then I took some notes second listen. And I remember like just the first listen too. I was like. Not hard than yeah, you, can't, this you can't help but just not hard when you hear this. Right. And like especially this second verse, it's it's a quicker tempo. And he's just this is just it's a it's a stunt. Like that's what this second verse really is. Right. And he's got funny punchlines in here. Um, okay. And this, I felt like he was just like, like you said, showcasing his bars, because like he had been every so far, every other song, he really kind of had a theme. I feel like right now he's just spitting. Hey. I want to. Uh, I should go back to a part in the first verse. He says. Uh, He says, uh, most of I came up having, most of the dudes I have, I came up with 
haven't came up and been doing the same stuff, but I've had came up. It's really ain't none. And what he's saying is like, yo, all the dudes that I was fucking with are still just in the streets doing the same shit. And this, like, I'm, I'm kind of on what I like. This is really nothing yet. Like, imagine what I, what, what kind of platform I have when I'm really on and people are really recognizing me. And like, I just think that's that's cool. Um, and just the, we can all kind of feel like that. There's people who get stuck in their ways, and the people you came up with right. are still doing the same stuff. Hella like, people like that. We all know people like that for so. And then he also says. Uh, I think it's cool. I said, uh, anybody thinking they fucking with Jig got the game fucked up tremendously. Can't find what can't fuck with the mind of a mental fiend, and he starts right, breaking the down again. Um, I didn't write it down, but I do remember that. He just how he broke it down is really uh, really cool. But that that beat just hits so hard. Right, uh, that was one of the hard, harder songs on this album. Like for I said, for sure, that was actually listen. that was the song that actually really got me to go listen to his album. Now I kind of remember. I listen to a lot. I watch a lot of reaction videos on YouTube. I find them really interesting. There's, <laughs> these, there's these one dude lost in Vegas who got a really. They just both have really good ears for hip hop. I've found in my watching that they consistently, um, just I don't know, agree with what I'm feeling when we're li- when when listening to the music. And uh, I watched. I finally I clicked on one of the videos, which was the reaction to Never. And that was not literally my first ever exposure to the song. And like just through their reaction and through hearing the song on there, I was immediately like, okay, I got to hear this song for real. And then when that song really slapped, I listened to one other one. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting into this album. And uh, then like, I really just been, been on it. I had, uh, I had asked Don, I was like, yo, you, you heard it. Yeah. J.I.D. He's like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, and I, I, I knew I wasn't going to press it any further until, <laughs> until I brought it to the podcast. <laughs> All right, man, this album, all right, man. I got it has some cool songs on. So <laughs> the next song, fucking, uh, it's called Ed Ed and Eddie. This is a short song. It's a cool song though. It's like talking loyalty to friends and stuff, basically right, childhood so, memories. Right. I feel like he's saying like, uh, right, basically saying like him and his niggas is close, like Ed Ed and Eddie. If you ever seen Ed Ed and Eddie, you know the niggas was always together, trying to come up. <laughs> right. Nice. Some fucking jawbreakers and shit. Woo. God damn. Two times. Right over sneezing and shit. Fuck my bad. Yo, on the last podcast, he sneezed and I didn't say bless you and that had me fucked up when I listened to it. So I made sure to say bless you. That's piece of shit. Yeah, bro. Like, I was like, what? Who raised you? I was raised better, said God bless you. Mac Miller told me in his music I wasn't listening. Right. So, um,. This song, it's got, it was produced by uh, Hollywood JB, and it's got a cool little beat on it. I like the little old school vibe. It's kind of got like a, I can see currency spitting on this motherfucker. Got like that kind of vibe. I can definitely see currency spitting on this motherfucker. But uh, I think he already said it, but he got a bar that stuck out to me. He said, uh, never sell weed because I smoke it too much. I fuck up the pack. I don't fuck with the sack. Yeah. And I feel like uh, he was saying, so he never sold weed because he just smoke it up. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. I know a lot of people. I actually know a lot of people that sold weed just to smoke. But you know, like they always say, if, you, if you're selling the drugs, you shouldn't be doing the drugs. So he's like, if I was smoking the weed, I mean, if I was selling the weed, I'd be smoking it up. And he said, I fuck up the pack. I don't fuck with the sack. If anybody ever done fuck with the weed or fuck with a weed, man, you know, sometimes been a middleman or something, 
you can take a little grams off the top. You might pocket a little grams. I know <laughs> Nick know about this. Fuck, uh, nah. what he used to say. Uh, oh, get, <laughs> pay a little more, get a little less. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick know about this, and it's like it's easier. <laughs> That's the word. It's easier to skim off the the little weed on the top than it is to fuck with their money. So I feel like that's what he was saying. I'll fuck with the pack. I don't fuck with the sack. So I'm taking off some weed off top rather than fucking with the money. So them was just some bars that stuck out to me. I kind of, I don't know, wanna, don't want to say I can relate to them, but <laughs> they stuck out for sure. And this beat was just smooth. But like I said, it was just a little short song. I damn near talked all over that motherfucker already. That's right. Next song is a J. Cole beat. Starts with J. Cole talking on the intro, like he's talking to Jid on his cell phone or some shit, right. even a voicemail. And I can definitely hear the fucking J. Cole production, like I can hear the bass line. Like it reminds me of a, a bass line from uh, Born Center. Can't remember what one. But definitely reminds me of a bass line off of there. I feel that. But I and I feel like he's talking about the uh, on this song, like the theme was he talking about the division of uh, between niggas with money and regular niggas. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all know him. See if he said this bar yet. This one. Uh, sound like a death cat. So he said, in present time, they're saying I'm the next nigga. Whoa, whoa, that kind of sound like a death threat. So I felt like that was a double entendre. Because I was saying, he was saying like, niggas saying you sound like uh, you're the next nigga. And that sound like a threat. Because some niggas be like, if you ever seen like niggas... Like fuck up somebody Be like You next nigga Or something like that Be like a threat nigga You next I'm gonna fuck you up next And he also could be saying Nigga he's next up And that sound like a threat Cause a lot of niggas You know a lot of people say Oh he's next up But those niggas never actually Realize their full potential So that could be like Something he's saying Like that's a threat You saying I'm next up I'd rather you not say that Cause that could mean Nigga I'm not gonna actually get there So that's It felt like a double entendre Yeah and uh just in this first verse, he switches his flow like so many times, and I just find that really interesting. And uh, to keep the ear kind of guessing as, as he goes through, you don't ever know what, how he's gonna deliver the next line. Like it's it's crazy to keep it guessing like that. Um, I remember I didn't really fuck with the second verse. Yeah, no, I don't know who this Dr. Dot dude is. Uh, I didn't really fuck with the third verse, but the third verse had a uh, couple bars that stuck out to me. I'll wait till it gets there. But I know for yeah, sure I didn't really fuck really with this. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with the second verse. This is a song I could have done without, for sure. You know, it's always one of my song. favorite, and I think it's a waste of beat because I like the beat. Like I like the sure. beat a lot, of course. <laughs> right. Stand shit. It's <laughs> uh, a J Cole beat. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> like like I said, I prefaced the album with I think the beat, the production through the whole album is damn near fire. Um, and yeah, like I just think this the the, the, the two features could have brought it a little different. I, th- I think JID did a good job on this ver his verse for this song, but then right the, the, it was a wasted two verses to me. That he could have just filled by himself, or in my opinion, J Cole could have just hopped on it's his own fucking beat. I'm stretching common sense. So them bars, them was the bars that stuck out to me. He said. Uh, 
What he said? He said, uh, I'm battling addiction. I'm deep in premonitions. I'm clutching on my last dollar, stretching common sense. And I felt like he was saying the drugs got him in deep thoughts and got him seeing premonitions. Premonitions like, uh, like seeing like the future bad, bad future, bad vibes type shit. And he's saying the drugs got him down, but he's got enough sense to make it stretch. You know what I'm saying? So he's saying the drugs got him fucked up, but he's still, even though he's under the influence, he's still got enough sense to make it work, make it make sense. I feel, that's what I got from it. Them was cold bars to me. Definitely. I like that shit. Right. So. That leads into probably the, damn near the smoothest fucking track. Bro, I did fuck with this song for sure. This song smooth. And, smooth he's talking some, some real shit too. Production, uh, Childish Major on this one. Right in the officials. Just talking about this one's, I think just real. Especially if you are. This has a great music video too that I would highly recommend. But just talking about how habits get passed down from from generation to generation. Like if you're always around something, you're very likely to pick up that same sort of habit, whether it be cheating or an abusive relationship or drugs that you are around. Like you're just real likely to pick that shit up. But right, it's called the song is called Hereditary. And, and he he and he's showing you he can he can sing a little bit too. Got a nice little singing voice in there. Right, the hook code than a bitch. Like you said, I felt like the song was about uh, women in general, but it, he was talking about a particular female, like you said, like uh, is a past relationship. I feel like it's about like a lot of women in general. The, yeah, so the fucking, uh, hold on, was it the hook? Yeah, I fuck with the hook for sure. Like he was saying, uh, that already played, but he said, uh, but, but I guess it's kind of the same, the same melodic. Right. Yeah. This, the whole yeah. Thing, definitely. Is, it's just hard. Honestly. He's saying, uh, but I guess it's hereditary, baby. Why you playing with my heart? It's hereditary, girl. You was just playing from the start. So I felt like he was saying, uh, like you know, man, like a, not, a lot of bitches, man. They be knowing, man, from the start. They just fucking around. This ain't nothing serious. But like they lead you on. I felt like that's what he's saying. Like a lot of bitches will just lead your ass on. They might just want you for your money, whatever it may be. They know what they in there for. Make you think it's some real shit. And then they go around and kill your spirits. <laughs> so I felt, I felt them bars. And then uh, what else he say? He said, uh, it's like she spit in, my fe- uh, spit in my face. Like she spit in my face. Right. And I felt like that was some shit I uh, felt. Because like when somebody spits in your face, that shit random. Like you can't really... You never really know when it's coming. Like, I actually, I seen somebody know when it was coming. <laughs> Since I work at the jail, this one bitch, she blocked the shit out of it. I was like, how the fuck did you know that's coming? She was like, I just felt it. But, like, most of the time, if somebody spits in your face, you don't know it's coming. And I feel like he's saying it's like she spit in my face. It's like that shit hit me out of nowhere. I didn't expect it. And then it's on some foul shit. Because when somebody spit in your face, that shit grows. So I just feel like he's saying, like, a bitch was on some foul shit out of nowhere. And these bitches will do that, man. about to say some shit we all felt. That waste, right here, fucking waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of time. You know we all been on the other end of that shit. When they break the flow hard. This song cold. Y'all definitely check this one out. If you like smooth shit. And he he definitely did kill this little singer. The singer remind me of. uh, Trying to figure out who remind me of. Like a. Like it sounds like, like it remind me of something. I can't think of it. It definitely remind me of something. It's, it's definitely a smooth, definitely smooth in a bit. Just once again, he he know he definitely feels out a beat and how he should flow on it. He just be riding them. Uh, 
And like he's got he's got a lot of really great technical skills with the, the how he puts his flows together, how he puts his and now in this one his his melody together, um, how he puts his rhymes together. Um, I just I think there's room for improvement in what all he says, and maybe some a few stronger punches. But like like I've said, I think he's got a lot of the really great bass skill set. Not bass because he's got he's doing some advanced shit in some regards. Um, it's just about making it all come together for sure. Um, which I, I think I think we'll see eventually. For sure, you got time. I mean, this, I and, and as like, far as first albums go, this, I feel like he's this only is like good twenty-two or some shit. But of course, you never answer your phone. I just don't think this relationship is working out. You never make time. This song fucking called uh, what the fuck? Oh, it's at the end of it. Yeah, but it's going to the right intro. To is it going right into all bad? Yeah. Because of all bad. Uh, I feel like. Marimba? Marimba? And I feel like this song, All Bad, was pretty self explanatory. It was him telling this girl that if he tells her the truth, it's going to be all bad. Yeah. Like, and this is pretty smooth, too. Right, honestly. yeah. It was definitely a good little transitional song. That's what I thought. It was like the same song because I feel like that could have been an intro. Like to almost this. a continuation. Yeah. yeah. It was like almost like an interlude-ish type thing. Talking about you can't handle the truth and shit. Right. Yeah, whoever this this Marion Mariba. Yeah, whatever. She she definitely killed it too. Yeah, she's cool. And they have a nice little balance with each other in the hook here that they both got a really nice soft delivery um, they, they, they just kind of float over the beat this whole song like everything is just a, it's a really mellow this is a song you just kind of want to roll up to for sure and just chill right and there's a bar in here and he said it yet I'm gonna wait for it to come up but it was it was uh, I felt the bar I think he's about to say here Oh, God, he fucking really sing. Mm. It's all smooth in the bitch. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he just said, he said, uh, I don't want the sun in my face, but I don't want to walk away without me saying what I have to say. I've been praying there's another way. And I felt like he was saying he don't want to be in an uncomfortable position. You know, the sun in your face, that's uncomfortable. But he's saying, but I don't want to walk away. And he's been praying for another way to handle the situation. But he doesn't think there is another one. So I felt them bars, because it be like that sometimes, man. It's like, shit, <clears throat> you might, uh, since he's talking about a female, you might care about her, whatever. But you know it's not working out. So you want to, you wish there was some other way to handle it, but you know. It's gotta cut ties. It is what it is. So I felt that shit. This is this is smooth that song for sure. Yeah. Got this nigga Chris over here thinking. <laughs> I really, no, I was searching for <laughs> for lyrics, but I did get a little caught up just riding with it. Not thinking, he's putting words in my mouth, folks. Uh, in his feelings. No, <laughs> nah, but this song, man, now this definitely one of the chillest songs on here. I definitely fucked with this song for sure. <laughs> when 
like I said, like I don't really fuck with uh, really listen to many females, but she definitely, she definitely killed her part. We find reason for deceiving, and we both can keep the secret. Right. I remember it felt like a dream. I definitely feel that because motherfuckers, motherfuckers be cheating on each other and they still be with each other. I've seen that. Helly time. Be talking about on social media. I'm so in love. Right. Go fuck somebody else the same day. Ain't that motherfucking uh? Ain't that uh? What's on that? Could have swore that fucking uh Ohio State game starts at eight. On ABC. Shit. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, trying to get this fucking Ohio State game on. Is it ABC? I think so. Shit. If I don't have that shit, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, it'll be on. What the fuck? Oh, you're there. Alright. So yeah, like we said, this fucking song. Yeah, we just kinda let it ride out. It right. It's just kind of a vibe. She has a I mean she has a nice little verse, but yeah, I'm not gonna break it. Right, it was just it was just a smooth ass song. <clears throat> so the next song I actually uh I, I I fucked with uh it was one of my favorite songs on here. Yeah, it's funny. Right. The underwear? He said underwear. Yeah, and it I mean it's cool, it's got a good little Great little beat. The the chorus is I the chorus is hard, honestly, to me. Right, this fucking is produced by Christo Welch. Like you said, a song called Underwear. And I feel like the song is basically him saying, like like I said, common theme, we on the come up. Like my clan is my team is on the come up. And talking about splitting it with the homies, that's everybody's dream. You come up. Break bread with the friends. Bitch, you said underwear. Right, I'm trying to wait for the bar to come up. I don't like saying the bars before they come up. Mm. But I got multiple bars on here. They might already said it. But he said, uh, Really with the pen, I'm an issue. Uh, he said, but it's not what you're saying, it's what you think of with your mental. So I feel like he was saying, all right, you might not be saying no hater shit, but you think it's some hater shit. So you still a hater, my nigga. So it's like people don't get that. I ain't, I ain't hating because they not saying no shit. But nigga, I know what you thinking, little nigga. You still hating, bitch. So that bar stuck out to me. I fuck with that one. And uh, did he already say this one? No, this is like at the end of the... The end of the next, end of this verse. I think you better say it. Yeah, I'm yep. nut check. This is a gut check. Like a slut fest. No more chestnut bitches, nut chest. Hey, man, so he's saying, uh, you ain't gotta check if he got nuts. He always handling his biz. And he was saying, uh, he gonna have to fuck it. Turn your bitch to a slut fest. No more chestnut bitches and nut chest. Cold wordplay. Like the, that was impressive. Them was definitely bars. This, and this then he rides cold. the hook right into how he goes, delivers the first time. 
I'ma say, I'ma make a move. He said, You know what I'ma say, I'ma make a move. Get it underlay, over and underpay. Stunt like my mama say. Bars. Like this, he just this, is, this, is, like, this is one of the hardest songs on here for sure. Just beat hard. He was spitting on this motherfucker. This is one of the hardest songs on here. Definitely remember that for sure. Yeah, the, to me, the hook just sells it honestly. Matthew McConaughey. On a money mission, trying to get it. Split it right. with all of my And this nigga, Crystal Welch, whoever that nigga is. He, might, he must be signed to like uh, J. Cole or something because he was demo on all the beats or maybe he's just one of those niggas. But that's, that nigga produced a lot of beats on here. They was all pretty good. Yo, and to me, this leads into another one of the really good tracks to me. Uh, it's smooth. I don't think I fucked with this one that much. The 8701. Your best, your best shit ain't better than my worst shit yet. That's hard. Yeah, I think Black does a pretty good job. I don't really fuck with Black that much. Black put out a nice, nice little I'm, album. I think it's, that's why I don't think I really fuck with it that much. I don't really fuck with Black. But the hook was cool. I ain't gonna hate on it. It just wasn't my favorite songs on here. But I feel like the it's a self-explanatory. I think scene. your best shit ain't better than my worst shit though. That's just that's hard. And don't call me underrated. You ain't heard shit yet. Yeah. I didn't heard uh, my nigga Quinn Miller say all this before though. Heard. <laughs> heard. But nah, I ain't gonna hate the song. Cool. I felt like uh, he came in, sound like Lil Wayne to me. Mm. Like I sound like. And the beat, the beat is good again. Right. I feel like I can see like Lil Wayne or Young Thug take care. That's what kind of sound like came in like that to me. I and I know. think I think what I do like about this song though is that they had a cohesive feel. Um, both of the fe- the the features, the featured Black and JID, they had a similar energy. Similar sound coming in, right. and I like that Kobe. That makes a good song um, from two separate people when it when it sound they got the similar sound. Right. Is this sound like? Yeah, they both definitely have a similar sound. They sound like. Uh, Black can't spit as hard as JID though. Right. Uh, what's his name? JID. He had a, some bars. He said, uh, "Get it while the getting's good. I had to get it together. I was gathering my goods for the inclement weather." So he's saying he's uh, getting it how he lives, just in case, you know, for them hard times. I felt like them bars was cold. And like I said, I don't really fuck with Black, but he was, he got a nice little vibe on here. I can't hate on him. I don't really fuck I mean, with this him. Song, this song's short, too. I think it could have been longer with that catchy-ass hook and shit, but uh, I think it's a solid song. Yeah, I feel like songs are getting shorter and shorter nowadays. Like, like two minutes. They're getting, like, around the two-minute mark. And then the next song... Hood Booger was originally released on bonus track off of mi- his mixtape was called Le Hood Booger. Right. And I fuck with this song though. That was on my and I, I feel like uh, he was talking about uh, a bitch from the hood, you know what I'm saying? And that's what uh, every nigga that's rich, every nigga that's on, that's what they want. They want a nigga, they want a bitch that's from the hood that they grew up with or that they know for a while that they know actually likes them and not just fucking with them for the money or whatever the case may be. A bitch from the hood that I don't know that actually fuck with me. I feel like every rich nigga or every nigga that want to be on whatever the case may be got money. Whatever it may be, I feel like that's what every nigga want. So I feel I can relate to that shit. I feel like a lot of people can relate to it. The beat is so hard. 
stupid. And he had some bars. He said, uh, black lips, dark, uh, dark abyss in my cups. We're sick because I shit like two bitches, one cup. And he's saying he got saying he got black lips from the smoke in the weed because nigga that smoked the fucking blunts all the way down to the roach. Lips be black as fuck. And he's saying his uh, cup is dirty with the lean. And he's saying his wrist is the shit like two girls, one cup. You ain't never seen two girls, one cup. Don't don't watch that shit ever. That shit's disgusting. Disgusting. But you, <laughs> but, but you get the wordplay. Like he... I feel like he had a lot of good wordplay on this whole album. I feel like that's one of his strong points, his wordplay. So he just said it. It's one cup. Hey, he just said it. He said, I've been had bitches like Pi and Clinton. Bars. Yes, I'm talking, but mm-hmm. off, I'm so he got that good like he got that good flow man he can he get it riding the beat and picking beats right the man is got fire behind him. this beat specifically is ridiculous <laughs> he said I gotta turn the mic so they make sure they hear Nah, this beat definitely cold. Like, I don't know what kind of drum that big bass is. Is that, is that 808? Or yeah, it's an 808. It's like a... Fucking slapping. It's a slide in 808. Which is badass. Donnie Ray, start using some slide in 808s, man. It'll be alright. I don't... You gotta... I don't know. Everybody gotta be some. Right, this song called... So this song called Somebody... And it's produced by Crystal Welch and uh, yeah. the Imaginary Kids. And this reminds me of Elevator Music. And it really m- reminds me of this song called Elevator Music by Currency. But like, it reminds me of Elevator Music in general. And the hook is cold. Right. And like I said, this is another self-explanatory, self-explanatory song. Saying everybody has... A- oh, yeah, this is that song I was talking about, that the whole theme of this album is like, everybody has a gift to be somebody. No matter where you come from and how people would say that would never happen. Like that's what JID thinks. Like he's the, he's the never story. Like he was never met. He shouldn't be where he's at because right. of where he's been. But like you just have to say fuck where you've been. It's about where you're going. That's hard. Right, he's got a. Bar. And he just referenced. He just referenced about the person who snitched on him. Uh, and the dude that snitched on me is fuck y'all too. Um, Right, he had a bar. He said, uh, the rap game like checkers and chess. He said, uh, I'm trying to make a monopoly, uh, but I got a lot of mess, but it's cool. I'm a test. So I felt like he was saying the rap game is simple like checkers, but at the same time, it's complex like chess. And he's trying to take it over like a motherfucking monopoly. I feel like that was like good wordplay because with the, you know, board games, checkers, chess, monopoly, I was just cold wordplay. Yo, it just said Dwayne Haskins, bro, has, I think it said nine, nine touchdown passes so far this season and only 11 incompletions. Yeah, Which, been, granted, they, they've been playing, they played some bums, but... Oh, he definitely been killing. But that is wild. Like, I, as I've said, I, I haven't really been fucking with Ohio State, so I didn't realize it'd been like that. I know they've been tearing it up, so it's been tough for me to really maintain separation after the bullshit. Right. No filter. We talk about whatever, man. But I, I already told Don I was probably going to end up watching this game, and now I'm just watching it here because me and Don get caught up talking and shit before the podcast. 
And there was actually another bar on here. He said, uh, born to win, but born to center. Uh, and that's the word to Jermaine. Cold flow, cold world, but we live in the same. And I was saying he's saying born center, but we all, uh, we born to win and we all the same. Like we can all relate to that. I was standing in the hall, we was listening to Dame. He was schooling some, put them on some game. And like, that's just hard taking you back to when he was in high school, listening to Dame Dash or whatever in the hallway. Like, you know how it was back in the day. Jay-Z uh, and Dame. Just t- just taking it, taking us back. Um, and then the last song, I think it's, I think it's fire. I know you, I, <laughs> I knew he's gonna say that produced by J. Cole, so you know he's gonna Yo, say that. Yo, it wasn't even because, I mean, the beat is fire though. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh... And I, I don't know, I think the I think the hook is cool. Uh, just a cool flow. And this is, like I said, it's another song about his dreams and he feels like uh, what he's here to achieve. For like, I, like I said, that's a constant theme throughout this, throughout this whole album was like achieving the dream, knowing he should be on type shit. I feel like that's a constant theme in this album. Yeah. And it's, it's got like a little slow intro on the beat. Like it hasn't even dropped yet. It's just got like a phone call sounding. Ooh. Right, but when the beat drops, it drops. Like it, it's, you wasn't expecting. I would, Like when I was hearing it, when I was listening the first time, I didn't expect the beat to drop into that at all. I motherfuckers I was sick as a bitch. The dopest dopey smoke gon' get you a whiff. Flip the script with the flick of their wrist. So the lyricists don't exist like my flow is a myth. And that's hard right there, because he's talking about coming out of Atlanta. People don't expect you to be a lyricist. They expect you to be hopping on trap beats and clowning, basically. Right. Southern lyricists don't Future. exist like my flow is a myth. Like that's hard. Right. And and he's not he's not wrong. Like it's crazy that he born and raised in Atlanta and around that sound more than anything and whatnot and just developed into this this kind of lyrical just which i'm not saying it's not possible like of course everyone's gonna have influence from all over but generally speaking that's why their sounds are specific to where they're they're at because you come up with it and it's the culture that creates each individual sound um so like that's why the the, the sounds are all different for different areas Right, he was spitting on this motherfucker like uh, they had both. It was like long verses, but uh, he said uh, one thing that stuck out to me. He said uh, pushing the same piece of shit till I give me a Bentley. Same niggas, same goals, same dreams and epiphanies. That stuck out to me because he said gonna be whipping the same whip until he get him a Bentley, and I feel that I'll be saying I'm gonna be whipping my shit until I can give me something cold. I ain't just trying to upgrade to something a little better. I want to get that motherfucking cold whip. So I felt that. And he's saying all his niggas got the same goals, same dreams. And if you know anything about like the law of attraction and shit, that's called a mastermind. Look it up. And all your niggas on the same shit, same dreams, trying to achieve the same thing. It's a mastermind. Check it out. But uh, so I felt that bar. That shit stuck out to me. And I think he, I don't he think he just said the one that I really like. They still double dribble, we going for triple doubles. Triple I, up I your investment, that, fucking man. with us. Probably have to rock that best shit, you fucking with us. Uh, but like, they still double dribble. They they all weird, they awkward with their flow, they can't really handle it. I'm going for triple doubles. I'm out here right. doing shit y'all can't even fathom. Uh, and triple up on your investment, obviously. Like, if you you with me, you gonna, you gonna get paid. Like, right. but this is not, I'm not bullshitting. Like, I'm gonna be big. Speaking, trying to speak shit into existence. 
that shit. And just the way he said that double dribble, triple double, that's hard wordplay. Um, let's get it popping. They're pulling a pit. They're pulling pistols on a pit. Apostle Paul. So paid the piper or meet the sniper. Legend of the fall. That's hard. That's a bar. And there was a bar. I'm trying. I don't think he said it yet. I'm trying to wait. Cause I have it written down. Alright, just right here. Mm. So he said, uh, he said, uh, writing lyrics in the city's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty booties and titties. Don't get the cooties, this ain't the movies. So I felt like he was saying, uh, so he's now getting hoes from the music business, but he gotta play it safe. Cause he ain't trying to get the cooties, he ain't trying to get the shit from these hoes. Cause all these hoes, they say when you own the shit. All these niggas fucking the same hoes and shit. So all these hoes getting passed around, saying gotta play it safe. And he from Atlanta. I heard Atlanta, they shit got the highest like HIV rate and shit. So there's like be cooties. Right, so you say you gotta be safe out here. And then he said another one right at the end of the verse. He said, uh, the irony, the iron can't straighten out any wrinkles in existence. Ripple in time, my eyes realistically sicken. Am I sick in the head? Wish I was dead, sick on a med, addicted. Uh, the irony that the iron can't straighten out any wrinkle in existence is just kind of hard when you think about it because it's just talking about like things you do to try to fix circumstances in your life or the wrinkles in your life and it can't always just it can't fix them and I, I think it's like a, 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 a allude to like drugs and alcohol to numb the pain like those are just like you're just trying to iron out the wrinkle rather than fixing the problem um, you're doing short term fixes rather than long term and I just thought that was that's just to me that's just good writing great writing <laughs> you said great <laughs> it, was, it was nice this is like so like I said review of this album it was 12 songs produced by debut album right debut album produced by mostly like Christo Welch and a couple of J, J. Cole uh, production on there but like it was a cool little album. Like I said, it had a constant theme of like achieving your dream type shit, telling about life story, told a little <clears throat> give a little intro to him. But I feel like I said it's the same uh same theme, achieving your dream, knowing I should be on type shit. It was a good album. I give it start rating them. And we should start doing I'll rate it. I give it so this I just wanna say, so baseline, a lot of people when they say on a scale of one to ten if you give somebody a five, I'm not saying I'm giving them a five, but if you give somebody a five, they'd be like, damn, that's shitty. But on a scale of one to ten, five is average. So if somebody gets a five, that's not necessarily bad. Five is average. Six is above average. Actually, seven, I feel like it'll be above average. Six, you know, in between there. But if anybody gives you a five out of ten, that's not necessarily bad, man. But anyway, so I would give this album, I'll probably give it a... I would probably give it a seven and a half out of ten. Okay. I'll give it it's a little above average. It's not it wasn't any it was far from terrible or bad or anything, but it he still has some he can definitely do better for sure. He could definitely switch up the switch up the uh subject matter and stuff. Like I said, I felt like he was pretty much talking about the same thing the whole time, which is cool. I guess that was the theme, like I said, but I wanna hear him venture out a little more what would you rate this album i would say i would probably give it like a i'd really say like an eight and a half probably eight somewhere in there um 
I was really impressed with this for for being a a, a debut album, kind of taking a lot a, a few different I think heavy impressions from a few different artists and kind of creating a pretty more individual lane I would say just a unique sound uh, and like I've talked about like I like I just think he has the building blocks to be something um, I think really special as an artist one day. Um, as he as he learns how to better um, make his music more relatable to everybody, um, <clears throat> so I think I think we'll see more great things. He's supposed to be dropping uh, a song this coming week, apparently. Um, so I'll peep that. Me. Yeah, he got a song with. Uh, oh yeah, that's the album I probably want to do next week. He got a uh, song with Trill Sammy on Trill Sammy's new album that that nigga finally fucking dropped. Goddamn. <laughs> After fucking like three years, shorter short than a bitch still too. It's like eight songs or some nine songs. But yeah, he got a song on there with uh JID that was uh pretty good. So yeah. So like anyway, so we said I gave JID's album seven and a half out of ten. Chris gave him an eight and a half out of ten. You guys should check it out. Let us know what you think. Hit us up. Black on black, Topher Stetzel. Now Jumping into the next album, it's more uh, it was like a EP-ish type thing, mixtape maybe, I don't really know, but uh, J. Cole is truly yours. Like we said, we were originally going to do Beast Mode 2, but kind of didn't uh, listen to that as much. I'm going to go back and listen to it, and uh, we'll talk about that on a later date, but I wanted to do something we were more uh, familiar with, so we could have a good dialogue, and we both real familiar with this. So Truly Yours 2 came out uh, right before uh, Born Center came out. Yeah, it was like, he did this like April 30th, and Born Center came out mid-June, I think. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, it's obviously a sequel to Truly Yours 1, if you haven't heard that. You should go listen to that. There's definitely got some good songs on it too. And there is a Truly Yours 3 that actually came out with Born Center. So Truly Yours 2... Uh, uh, just got thrown off by a fucking text that was, threw me off. But um, fuck, that <laughs> fucking text really just threw me off. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So truly yours one definitely got some cold songs. Truly yours two was the intro to I mean like it was pre to uh, born center and then truly yours three. Truly yours three was the fucking uh, came out with born center. So anyway, truly yours two. Go ahead, start that up. First song starts with fucking Cold Summer. And I remember when that song wow. dropped. That song dropped actually before even yeah. Truly Yours 2 dropped. And, uh, hold on, fuck. Don't even have it up. And he, the sample of this is a Lauryn Hill song. And it's fire. Like, th- this beat is so good. Sample is yelling, loop me. This is trying not to play. They be a corner. Okay, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like this whole beat. And like you can just tell he's having fun on this song. What the album gonna bring you. And like we all know mixtape cole and the album core are two different beats really. So he just spitting on this whole this whole low low mixtape gonna bring you nothing like that. Right, so I remember when this fucking song dropped, I was like, 
Okay, because like you said, he had been kind of quiet for a minute after uh, fucking. Uh, As he does. Yeah, he had been quiet after. Uh, what? What came before Born Center? Yeah, Forest Hills. So yeah, after Forest Hills Drive, he's fucking. Uh, Nah, that wasn't right. No, 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 no. Nah, it was fucking the sideline Sorry, story. Sideline story. Wow. Yes. Wow. Right. That, say that. That's now, Chris's this time first, it was me. That's Chris's first fuck up. No, and it was on J Cole. How dare me? <laughs> so I, <laughs> Chris had his first fuck up. Ten lashes. <laughs> so right, it was a sideline story. So he had been quite, kind of quiet, and then uh, I remember he was dropping this. He didn't drop this in competition with. Uh, he dropped this in competition with uh, Kanye for Born Center. Yeah. Uh, Mac and Kanye. Yeah, that day. I remember he dropped this in competition. He sold more than Kanye too. It was he dropped this with Yeezy, didn't he? I mean with uh, Yeezy. Yeah, he did. So yeah, I remember when he dropped Cold Summer. It was like kind of he had been gone for a while. He'd been quiet for a minute, and it was like okay. And they, born, I mean, Born Center is fire too. We'll have to we'll get to that eventually. I'm sure. That's right. That's a great album. One of it, in my opinion, his most underappreciated album. Like, cause people don't be rocking with it like that, and like, fire. Is. Right, hey, that, so that, he just had a uh, set of bar <laughs> that was uh, hard to me, and I feel like I feel like it's something like a lot of people can kind of relate to. Uh, he said the uh, ninety niggas uh, raped the game, left us with a battered and bruised bitch with a few kids. The pussy loose, but the truth is, I love her though. She ain't perfect, but who is? So I'm, this is a double line. Tandre talking about the rap game is fucked up, but he's saying he love her anyway. And then I feel like he could be talking about like an actual female in general. Like there'd be some chicks that be going through some shit they done fucking might have been with a couple niggas anyway. You might not want to fuck with her, but you're like fuck, I still fuck with this bitch. And I feel like there's some niggas out there that can relate to that. You fucking with a chick that might have been a <laughs> might have been a hoe before, you still fuck with her, and it's like nothing you can really do about it. So I felt that bar. He just, he Nothing I've been through though. He for just said, I'm not, <laughs> he said some dope that. shit. He said, "Let me switch it now. Back to Hell's Kitchen now. Up in Hobart office, like he the fucking principal. Yep. Put me in. Put me in with Stargate. Okay. That shit, shit was, was like detention now. Just tell him my story, yeah. so distant ain't my intention now. Drop a couple hits and all the dummies pay attention now. And that's just that's classic Cole giving you a piece of of his reality that he's constantly dealt with until he got to the level where it didn't matter." Uh, if he had the hits or not, uh, but just he up in Hova office and and Daisy be telling him, yo, you gotta make these hits. And J Cole sitting there like, man, I'm just trying to share what I'm on right now, where I'm at in life. And they like, nah, you need hits, so everybody will be paying attention. And then you can say what you want. Um, yeah, Wishing a year later, Drake put his key in your ignition. So he was just spinning right there. He's saying, uh, so he's saying, took a break from sampling now just to say a few words to this bitch named Summer. June will make four years since I gave up my number. So he'd been dropping, uh, so he dropped like the warm up in the summer, and then everything after that, he had been dropping like in the winter time. Uh, Friday Night Lights, the uh, the sideline story, all that shit he had been dropping in the winter. So he's saying it's been four years since I fucking dropped some shit in the summer. So they came back with Born Center and dropped it in the summer. And he killed the summer, I can't lie. That was a good summer. I fucked. That was a good summer for music in general. Yeah. There was a lot of good ass music that dropped in. Watching movies with the sound off. Jesus. Shit, I'm, Jay, Ma- Magna Carta Holy Grail drop. 
fire, folks. <laughs> a lot of good ass music. So 2013 was the year. Right. So that was a fucking cold summer. Actually, I'm gonna take that back. I don't think Minor Carter Holy Girl dropped. I feel like that dropped with 2014. I feel like it dropped around. Right. Yeah. Ah. So see, I caught myself. You motherfuckers didn't have to say nothing. I make my own corrections, bitch. <laughs> the hook on this song's fire. The hook is cold. This song, so this fucking uh, this whole song's fire. What well, is uh, Kenny Lofton? Yep. So this song called Kenny Lofton. The fucking sample. Uh, what does it say? Where you got a sample from? This fucking sample is hard. And Cole just Cole spitting. Spit. He is typical spitting. J Cole fucking insane spitting. But it came from my thoughts. Some harder way with grandma mind. Really care about us when he handle the rock, when he dishing the pill, or when he gripping the steel. Feeling out my brother, tell the lawyer, get the appeal. Hey, the flick of the pen, write the check in the out. No checking me out. And he keeps going on the same thought. When records be out, flashbacks to childhood when he was checking me out. Like he was just, like he was just spitting that real shit on here. He talking about like growing up, right? Spitting. And that's the, and that's a good thing about Cole, like he telling the story, but he really still spitting right now. Like there's not a lot of people that can still spit while they telling the story. Like there's a lot of people that can tell a story and rhyme, but it's not like spitting. Like if 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 you know what I, if you know music, you know what I'm saying. I can't really explain it any other way. His flows are always so good. He just he feels the beat, man. And I'd like to think that's where JID's getting it a little bit. Somewhat, because like J. Cole is one of the flow masters to me, really. Right, and I, this hook was cold. He said, Pac on the mic in his prime. They only care about a nigga when he writing a rhyme. Kenny Lofton, when you feeling my pace, they only care about a nigga when he's still in a bass. Nigga said, I will to steal. I'm fucking them all. They only care about a nigga when he dunking the ball, man. So I feel like he was like, this hook just cold. Like he was just saying, they only care about a nigga when he fucking famous, basically. They only care about a nigga when he doing something. Like big or something, but they don't care about the nigga that's out here. It might be he might be doing something big on a smaller scale. He might be helping the community or something, but they only care about the famous nigga, the nigga out here playing basketball, the nigga out here stealing bases. So I feel like that's a good message. Like J Cole is one of the few rappers and shit that can rap about shit like that, and it still be hard. Yeah, he just killed some flow. Like at the end of this, he he broke it down. He said, like I got the best flow on your mark, set, go. Mama's got it. Mama got us out the hood, but, but we, we still get toe. Like that's hard. Like, like the whole verse, he was he's killing it. Uh, talking about like uh, shout out, somebody told him to vote. He said, how could I knowing what I know? It's a game of charades, masquerade for the dough. Read the teleprompter. He's acting on the low. Yeah, I voted for the because he got the best show, and that's when he went. The, right. the flow down and like that's him that's him again bars right they got Jeezy gems, like they that. got Jeezy on here and I don't mm. normally fuck with Jeezy but he was fucking spitting on this really fucking fuck verse I don't really fuck with Jeezy but he was spitting on this fucking verse Thanks, hey oh yeah after Mace do it for my think homie he got caught for the soft eight some people just get good features eight. out of yeah, people two, man ten, I man. think J. Cole's one of those people who ends up getting good features out of people Kanye gets good features out of people stop until he it's like got you drunk Talking secret gym, we was screaming Scarface, but we all know how that ends. Hey, he was fucking spitting. I don't know. I don't normally fuck with Jeezy, but he was fucking going in. Had to run.
write a book It will be the life and times Every verse is the work You can weigh it like a nine Hey, he was fucking spitting It broke my heart Like the stage, I just played my part Spitting This is always cold One of the hardest songs on here Really damn near every song on this motherfucker went in. Yeah, no, that's the thing with this one. It's this one's like this this, this has no skippables. No skippables. Zero skippables. And uh J. Cole produced most of it. I think there's only like two songs on here he doesn't produce. Right. Right, so the fucking uh like so it fades out nice. Nice little sample playing. Sounds like it probably, mm. probably sounds like they probably played the piano over that sample. Ooh. But the beat definitely hard. But then it goes into the next song. Banger. Banger, Chris Tucker. Money talk, motherfucker. All right, this, this song, this one of my favorite J. Cole songs just in general. Like, it's, like I said, it's, it's a hard song. And I fuck oh, with it. And, and he, has, he does one of my favorite, like, it's called interpolating when you take somebody else's bar or like lyrics and you put it into yours and he hits a bar in the middle of his first verse that says fall so hard motherfucker wanna find me now the home wanna climb me if real recognize real that's why I took a motherfucker like hove to sign me that's incredibly fucking hard to take Jay-Z's entrance to that song for, I can't even say it in Paris <laughs> you know what I'm saying but like I just love that he interpolated his line we're talking about Hove signing him and he uses Hove's bars essentially and flow and cadence. I guess it's hard. Money talk, motherfucker. Hey. Hey, this song was hard. B was hard. And that's that's what I, I, I felt that line. Never had the shot to get hers. I fuck with the chicks with the natural hair, man. Kinda said this on a raw rational episode. Be proud of your hair, baby. You ain't gotta have that long shit. <laughs> Just rock it. You a bitch and, and I'm a bitch. I'm still swoops and it hoops. Woo! That bar was hard, man. He said, if you a bitch and I'm a bitch, I'm still swoops and you hoops, nigga. You got two chances. You know, she used, to wear, hoop, she, she used to wear hoops earrings. So he's saying, if I'm a bitch, I'm sure swoops. And you still a bitch. You only the bitch. You an earring, little bitch. <laughs> and we hooping, nigga. That's just hella, hella wordplay. Like she landed day, she leaves tonight with no luggage. Got a camera on in my bedroom, shooting videos with no budget. Hey, and that's them is cold J. Cole bars, cause like I said, he normally raps stories and shit, but he can just hitting on this motherfucker. Next time I'm gonna take the You're so tall, what team do you play for? No bitch, I'm a doctor. Ooh, flow hella pop on flow, never flop, no float like a propeller, no helicopter shit. Not stick like a bow legged chick, stick dick to a gold digger, won't give a dollar. Ayy, spitting different caliber. the collars up, get your knowledge up, get your mileage up, bitch. Woo! He was spitting on that motherfucker. And then what's cold, it got fucking two chains that come in, and two chains fucking mesh perfectly with this. Like this was like a this is more of a two chains beat than a J. Cole beat, but like they just came together. But two chains does his normal thing. Right. Uh, 
Bar B with a sports bar, I'm rockin' gold bar. Whoop your ass to this crowbar, I'm like, oh boy, catch a girl at the rebound, A, fix her up, redo, A. The paint shop, that motherfuckin' recoup, A. Nah, I feel like I will have to say this isn't one of fucking two chains better verses. Nah, it could have did better. Especially not when you're next to what J Cole just did. Right, that is kind of that is kind of hard to. He, I fuck with like this. That, that's it. That's full that's service. That's lyricism versus something else. Like that's, right. Yeah, that is true. Two, two chains is a punchline rapper. Right. He puts funny shit together oh, like Lil Wayne. J. Cole is out here performing lyrical wizardry. Now her mouth, now she can babysit. But that's, that's what Two Chains know for them shits right there. So this was just a cold. The outro, though. Right. The outro is so hard right here when Cole comes back in. And I fuck with outros like this where they kind of like slow it down type shit. I've been sipping, got me kissing all these models And I might not see tomorrow I might not see tomorrow Please don't tell my mama I spent my tuition on these bottles Just to pay back all these loans Ain't gonna have to hit the lotto God damn, I feel that Student loans is a bitch For something that they tell you is necessary right. To have a good job in life Gotta go to college Got to Now this next song called Headbuster this definitely, I fuck with this song. Yeah, it wasn't one of my favorite songs on here, but I fuck. I like the song. It's not. It's just like there's a lot of cool songs yeah, no, on this, this motherfucker. Is one of my least favorite of all the good songs on this. Right. Stage, but, but I mean, he's still spitting. And I feel, I feel this shit. I mean, this is a real ass song. He's talking about, uh, talking about real shit. Talking about when he was in school and shit. When he fucking uh, talking about when he got an accident and shit. I feel like a lot, of, and that's a. I feel like that's a common theme with rappers. They be getting in accidents because they be falling asleep at the wheel. Like fucking, it happened with Quentin, my nigga QM. Happened with J Cole. Happened with Kanye. I feel like it's happened with somebody else, but motherfuckers be falling asleep at the wheel. Oh, he just had a cold bar. What do you say? Uh, fuck. What do you say? God damn. Said be jacking me off. He said, I want the head, but she just be jacking me off or something like that. That was a cold bar. I'm was, shitty. Uh, that was my unsigned hype, like in the back of the source. Like, I'm trying to get the head, but she's, she's jacking me off. Right. What is she doing? <laughs> with her? Right, that was bars. Yeah. I fuck with this. I actually do fuck with this hook. Right to get. Oh. But everything glitter ain't gold The grass ain't greener, I've been told Tell me, boy, cake can eat it too I said the cake is what you're supposed to do Like that was, I like that clever shit Boy, say you want your cake and eat it too Like motherfuckers be saying that And he's like, but that's cake is what you're supposed to do So I feel like he's saying like shit Okay, yeah, I want, I want it all But shit, I'm supposed to want it all You know what I'm saying? Like people People trying to tell you you shouldn't want it all. They're supposed to tell you you're supposed to settle. You're supposed to be this. You're being greedy if you want this. Nah, you allowed to want it all. You're supposed to dream big, man. And people want you to dream small. So I felt that bar. There's a lot of a lot of bars I feel with J Cole. Man, and this is a bar right here. He just said he said they killed Saddam. Now I wonder who's sane, who's sane, who's sane. How you balance being Batman and Bruce Wayne? And that's hard. Um, talking about how do you hand like it from the perspective of J. Cole how do you handle being a regular guy and this guy that people put like hero like implications on to have a voice and speak out and 
all of this, how do you balance real life? And I think J. Cole basically ended up balancing it by saying his voice is going to be his music. He's going to put all of the realness that he needs to put out to the world. As you saw in KOD, For Your Eyes Only, the shit that he feels that needs to be said is going in the music. And the rest of his life, he's going to be a regular fucking guy. He's not going to worry about the celebrity bullshit. He's not about that. And I think that's that's fire. It's, cra- it's so crazy to me what a regular guy J. Cole is, really. Like, and Kendrick. Like, two of the... The arguably top best two top two active hip hop artists and like they just regular ass dudes. They not about that stunting life and right. stuff. Like that's that's dope to me. Now I always that is true. I always wonder though. I've heard people say that they try to try too hard to be regular too. Like sometimes I feel like they go, like J Cole go out his way to be bummy. Like nigga, you don't have to dress like that, nigga. I just think he. I think he just wants to though. Like, I just don't think he gives a fuck about labels and brands. Like, why is he going to spend extra money on it? I mean, you don't got to you don't gotta spend extra money, but you ain't got to wear the same Hanes t-shirt that you don't want. For <laughs> the same dirty Hanes saying, like, he'd be looking bummy. So, like, no, niggas know what I'm talking about. So, like, you could. That's funny as hell, though. You could dress better than that. I'm not <laughs> you, so, can, you don't have to fucking. You don't got to be grimy. Right. Though. You ain't got to wear fucking Gucci and shit, but shit, nigga. You ain't got to. happy medium. You ain't got to wear a fucking Walmart brand either, nigga. Shit. But anyway, but especially not dirty, right? Like, come on, and fucking uh, and uh, Kendrick too, and like they hair that natural drip. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I, y'all niggas be looking dirty and shit. Like, I, like they be trying too hard, man. man. I think I forget what song it's on that he proclaimed that he was not cutting his hair anymore. Who J Cole? Yeah, might have been high for hours. Just talking. I forget why, but he just like I'm what on KOD? Nah, it was like a single, I think. Before for your eyes, even maybe I don't know. Bro, I didn't even really. I, was, I don't even. I might listen to for your eyes only like once. I just stopped. Yeah. I actually I might listen to a couple times, and then that's when I stopped rocking with him. Cause I didn't really fuck with that album that much. Like, I still fuck with J Cole. Don't get me wrong, but I ain't really. I still like, I, don't, I still don't listen to KLD, so I'm gonna listen to that man, at some point. And that album, and I I just don't know. I mean, that's Straight it's just down. real Cold shit. Up. Like it really is. Um and especially like that album really does have to, almost have to be listened to, start to finish as well, for it to really impact. But like really, just the, even the last song, "For Your Eyes Only," that song's fire, bro. Fire, bro. <laughs> wow. Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> so now we go into cousins, cousins, which has Boz on it. This is probably one of the first. Boz appearance is really. I remember I didn't. This this is probably my least favorite song on here. Yeah. Actually, I fuck I with like the, the beat hook. though. I like the hook too. I think. Let me let me see what it. Is. I do fuck with this song for sure. Yeah, no, I fuck with the hook and okay, the beat. I fuck with the beat. I don't really fuck. With, I don't really like. I don't like Boz. That's why I don't like Boz that much. No, I like Boz. I do. I don't like him too much. Mm. I don't know. I don't like his voice. But the beat hard as fuck. I think J. Cole made this one, I'm sure. And I do fuck with J. Cole's hook. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Ron Gilmore and J. Cole made this beat. I felt that there was some cold bars that we say used to borrow your scale, flipping themselves, but now it's digital dash while you're still in the past. So he's saying we used to sell drugs, but now almost some different shit, and you still back there selling drugs. I feel like 
we was talking about in uh, JID shit. He said some shit like that. Like we used to be on some shit, and I done came up, and you looking at your friends in the in the past, and they still on the same shit. So I, that's that's some cool bars. Like I, I said, I don't fuck with Boz, but he still be spitting. I ain't gonna deny it. I just don't really like I said, I don't really fuck with his voice. I guess. But this hook hard. Another day, another love song. Yeah. Another day, another love song. Yeah. Throw some auto tune on my shit, I'ma sound cold. Really good. Close when I was 12, but I was much frailer than he was like 16. From I'm the gutter. My mother and. And this is telling, he's telling the story, spitting Talking about his cousin. Yeah, so we fell off, we moved back. Man, really, he just should have taken Boz off this song. This should have been his song. Right. He should, it, Or this verse should have been first. I think it would have made the song more impactful, honestly. Right. I mean, he's, he's talking because, because he's talking shit. On right, this. he's talking about how like uh, how his cousin like he was fucking with him, and then like his cousin like fucking uh, heard him on the radio, and he was like, uh, so I guess his cu- him and his cousin had like a fallout. I think. I, I think it's because his cousin went to jail, got locked up. So right. Like, yeah. So they had like a little fallout, and then his cousin's hearing him on the radio talking about, "Hey, that's my nigga, that's my cousin." And he's like, "Boy, like niggas ain't gonna believe him." And you know, like. If people said that, like, oh, that's my cousin. My cousin's Quavo. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas you're not never finna, gonna believe anybody that's not gonna says believe that. that. So right, and he's saying he's talking about shit. This whole fallout that happened was because of you type shit. So this is like a real ass song. Like we said, probably should have should have took out Boz. All right, he was just talking about uh, like we was just talking about his that dude in the, in jail, and he said. Uh, Harsh as it seems to say, I wouldn't want to be you. Bail you out for your daughter, and I pray to God uh, I never pull your card, and she won't ever get to see you. A nigga never pull your card, and she won't get, or she won't get to see you. So he's saying he'll bail you, bail a nigga, bail the nigga out, just so he could see his daughter. And he pray that nobody ever pull his card. Talking about he pray that he don't get killed, or that he just stay locked up, whatever. And niggas get put in jail with no bond all the time. So. That was just, it's a real ass song. It was real, we talked over a lot of it, but like, it was a deep song. You should check it out. But this goes on to the next Another song. Another deep song. Right, and it's the last song. I fuck with this song, Three Wishes. It's hard. This I'm, one's raw. And I, and I remember, uh, I damn near count, we, me and my nigga Jimmy damn near counted this before. He damn near might have said like four wishes on this motherfucker. Heard. Yeah, but it basically just he's telling what he would do with these wishes to better the lives God, of damn. people that he cared like about in his life. Um, which is just yeah, mega man, no second man. The mama love me to death. See her. And Jay Cordes has a great way of yeah, a real black queen. A pain a vivid a picture. I wish that she ain't struggle no more. She wouldn't have to go to sleep with all them roaches if she wasn't so poor. She told me when you came to my house, shit was like a timeout from reality. I caught you damn fucked up about the weekend. Without my sleep, when I heard I'm an anger stepfather beefing. I'm drinking, but mm. the shit got loud. And I heard rumbling and struggling and rolling on the ground. So he telling a story about... Right, he telling a story about... Uh, he was over was he over his friends no his friend came over his house and his fucking uh his uh mom and i guess like probably one of her boyfriends was getting into something got into a fight and he's saying that he uh 
he always oh, his friend was older and he was like crying and shit, trying to he was comforting him and shit. And he's saying he wish he would have went in there and fucking uh, hold the nigga with a gun and shit. But he's saying uh, he couldn't do that, blah blah blah. But he's basically just telling like how his friend comforted him and made him feel better at that time when that shit was going down. And, you know that shit would be hard to fucking deal with as a child. You know your parents fucking I had to deal with shit like that. But you know I can imagine if you're fucking you a child and your parents is fucking bumping and shit. That'd be some deep shit. Yeah. And like this is a crazy song because like there's there's no break. He's just spitting, just start to finish. He's spitting real shit on the beat, um, which is a classic cold move, really. Um, right. And then it, he killed the song at the end. Uh, he said, uh, uh, "I want to see where I want to start." He said, uh, blah, 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 waste of potential getting cash, what could I say? So tired of not having things you never see in my way, too proud to fold your demise, one day to my surprise. My nigga called me, uh, told me caught a body twice your size, asked if it was the self-defense, he said it was defensive pride. They trying to give you 10, but if you're lucky, you'll do five, damn. Now my nigga, the same one that told me that things will always get better. Just trust me, don't cry, my nigga. Talking about when his, uh, this, like he was talking about his uh, mom and whatever boyfriend arguing. He said the news called him a killer, but he my nigga, sad shit. Hey, yo, Genie, oh, fuck. Sad shit, hey, yo, Genie, last wish, free my nigga. So niggas can feel that. I don't, I don't have no niggas like that that don't kill nobody or nothing. But I know niggas can feel that, like you, uh, whatever the case may be, you have a nigga that's locked up in the fucking media or whatever it may be, may paint this nigga, fuck, I keep hitting the mic, may uh, paint this nigga as a monster or whatever, but you like, shit, I know this nigga, I grew up with this nigga, this is a regular nigga, he not as bad as everybody trying to make him out to be, so I know there's a lot of niggas that can relate to that, so that was just a real ass song. I bet, I almost feel like... He said that at the end, that fourth wish, just cause like, excuse me, been a long podcast. Yeah, um, not as long as the other ones though. He, uh, like, I feel like he said it fourth, cause like, that's never gonna that. He only got three wishes, so the fourth one's not gonna come true. Right, and, hey, like just wishing for people to get out cold. is never gonna do anything. That's crazy. Look at look at Chris Dessel with the A one breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do. Right. You can you can get on my website at chrisbreakdown.com. <laughs> so shit, if I had to rate this EP mixtape, whatever it is, I would give this one I give it a nine and a half out of ten just because there was a couple like that song with Boz. I wish you would have took out Boz's verse. Yeah. Should have been with the no features. Right, he, <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking because two chains and uh. Right, I mean, shit, I could have done without two chains. That's true because two like chains he, did, he, he he had like like one or two really good punches. In right. There. So if it had been just him, say if we'd have had another J Cole verse on there rather than a uh two chains verse, and say Hard. if we'd have had another J Cole verse rather than a uh Boz verse. The only free that motherfucker would be cold. Jeezy feature right. was oh, yeah, fire. G- right, Jeezy didn't kick. So Jeezy feature was good, so we could have kept that on there. But he could have took, took off those other two and replaced those with Cole verses. So that would have been Cole. Would have been Cole. Ah, right. Cold world. Right, so I get that motherfucker a nine and a half out of ten. What do you give it? I mean, pretty much the same. I mean, that that's just a fire little piece of work and made me wish that I had been more of a, a hip-hop head at that time. So I was experiencing this shit as it came. I didn't start experiencing Cole as it was as it was coming out until Four Your Eyes Only. 
Um, but yeah, like a nine and a half. It's a, it's it's Cole showing off his both lyrical work, his ability to make tracks about real shit, and his some of his better production. Honestly, like some of these beats he made right here are fire. Because I mean, Cole Cole can produce a mean ass beat. We all know. We all know what he about. Right. Sample was yelling, loop me. <laughs> so but I'm, I'm excited to go see him one week right. from today. Right, so we'll record. Jaden Smith as well. Ooh. Be interesting. I fuck with Jaden. I'll be interested to see if Young bit. Thug is there because Young Thug got arrested. And, he, he, had, and he, had like He bonded out. Yeah, he, but he he's facing like five felonies. Can he, yeah, he's gonna go can to he jail. leave the county? I mean, shit, if you got a good lawyer, you can do anything. And another. But he's so gonna you go, got he, money. He's going to go to jail. Should we should we could talk about that next week? I, I wonder if he. I, I, I just wonder. Oh shit! What a catch! I just wonder if he's gonna be there when I get there on Saturday. He probably will. Probably. I kind of hope. I mean, I'm not a Young Thug fan per se. He makes some music that sounds pretty cool, and I think it'll be hype in concert. But Earth Gang is, should be pretty cool. I'm excited to see them live. And I don't uh, even know who that is. It's a it's another Dreamville artist. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they also had the Atlanta. It's a rap duo. Uh, they cool. Earth Gang. Earth Gang. Undertaker. Earth Gang. Um, Boo. And, but I mean, J- Jaden should put on an interesting show. And I, I know I've seen that w- Will Smith has been in a few of the shows. So maybe Will Smith will he heard his, uh, be popping out. You heard his album, The Sire the album? Sire, yeah. Did you fuck with it? Some of it. Some of it. We He's, might do that, I, on, I see, might do that I, on one episode. I see. I'm trying to do a I, whole I hear, wide variety of shit. I hear potential in Jaden, for sure. There, He's got potential to be really something. And he's... He's a very conscious human being. I really admire him for that. He, Damn, what the fuck? He <laughs> yo, he just he just like accidentally hit the button in Madden and just spun right. for no reason. Oh man, I wish y'all had a camera in here. He's exit. All right, we should at some point. I do want to fucking record these episodes on like Periscope or something while we fucking recording. That'd be sick because I I I'd be in here looking good, you know. <laughs> All right. So this fucking what episode episode no nine of Donnie Ray's no fucking filter. We in here killing it. Consistency, folks. If you find consistency in your life, you'll find great things happen. Right. I was gonna fucking say something, but I can't remember. Might see if I get Nick in here to do a fucking financial segment. Maybe, maybe not. That's since it's a, since it's a fucking shorter episode. Uh Shit, so yeah, we're going to come back next week. I'm going to try to have a fucking unpopular black thought. Have some shit to talk about. We're going to talk about the fucking... Fuck, what we just say we was going to talk about? Oh, talk about Young Thug. We're going to have to record on a Wednesday. I mean, fuck, I say Wednesday. Sunday. On a Sunday, goddamn. Have to record on a Sunday. Record on going, Saturday. I tried to drop these bitches on Mondays anyway. What'd you say we were going to do? What, what, what were we bringing? KOD probably and... KOD is uh, my choice. KOD sure. and uh, Trill Sammy. Oh, hell yeah. I'm excited to listen to Trill Sammy. Don been talking a big game on it and said he'd been, he been waiting for Trill Sammy to drop a project like this. So. Yeah, I fuck with Trill Sammy. Um, so, yeah, we'll so come I'm back. Ex- I'm excited to get into that. All right, we usually don't tell you guys what we're going to do already, but yeah, we already. So, we're going to do KOD, another J. Cole, and in uh, honor of him going to the J. Cole concert, and we're going to do my nigga Trill Sammy's album. I'll be sure to bring, bring, a, bring a story or a vibe from the concert. Right, I'm sure it'll be an experience for me, especially as a as a big old Cole fan. Uh, we all know what it's like when we see one of our favorite artists for the first time, and uh, right, this is gonna be special. Like when I when I saw Kanye, that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Me and Don saw Kanye at the same same night, not together. They're nearby. Could probably see him if I really tried. (laughs) (laughs) Right, shit was dope. 
But yeah, this is episode fucking nine. Hit us up on fucking Twitter. Black on black. Topher Stetzel. Topher Stetzel. Wrong rational. I need to get it back on that motherfucker. Get that motherfucker popping. But uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking hit where's us up. Where's T-Bird? <laughs> <laughs> said, where's T-Bird? Shout out. Right, we need a fucking Ron Rational episode. Get over here, bruh. Hit him up, tell him to fuck with us. But like I said, episode nine, we out this bitch.